How can we grow thriving, creative businesses without constantly hustling, sacrificing our mind, body, and creativity, or living a life where the fear of where the next client or customer will come from keeps us up at night or disconnected from our family, friends, and passions? This show is going to answer those questions. My name is Naftala Roberts, and I specialize in helping true creatives like yourself grow simple, strategic, and thriving creative businesses. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump on in. Today, we are going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart and one that I get a lot of questions on, which makes me smile a bit because it is not necessarily a topic that I find myself thinking of myself as like the highest level expert. But it is something I know a lot about and it is something that I have taken a journey on related to over the course of my lifetime. So what is this topic today? Today we're going to really talk about finding your meditation style. Now before those of you who might feel like meditation is woohoo or maybe it doesn't align with your spiritual practice or maybe you've tried meditation before and you're like ooh, tapping out. This doesn't work for me. I'm not a meditator. I'm going to encourage you to take the next probably about 20 minutes, listen in because I too am not a meditator in certain ways. And I too have had some questions about how meditation and the practices of meditation might align with my particular faith belief. So I'm going to be talking about all of those. And so if you've had some questions about meditation and two if you've tried meditation before and it actually hasn't worked as well for you as other people say it should this episode is specifically for you because it's a journey I've been on it's a journey I walk through with a lot of creative clients and so I wanted to bring this topic to the podcast today so really quickly, what really is meditation? I think it can be a lot of different things, but meditation at its most simple form is either a process of grounding, and grounding really is the process of being in the moment, engaging the physical world around you so that you are not overwhelmed or overcome by possible feeling sensations that are going on in your body. So that is one thing that meditation is or can be. The other thing is a a realignment process, a centering process. And that is really what at its core meditation is. Now there is a massive amount of ways in which you might meditate and some might align with who you are and what you believe a little bit more. So it's going to be really essential for each of you as you think through possibly 
starting to meditate or trying to meditate again or maybe trying to figure out why your meditation doesn't leave you feeling happy and peaceful in a way that other people might talk about it if any of those are things that you felt then these questions of like okay what have i been using meditation for how have i been doing it and does this way align with who i am are going to be super important for you because we never want to start doing something that doesn't fit i know that there have been some exercise practices that for me as someone who is a christian and i know that means a lot of different things so a lot of different people but that's how i would describe myself to other people some some practices just don't work for me and that's okay they don't have to work for me there's other things that do and i know that those practices do work for other people so like i said from the beginning it I know that one of the questions I get a lot from people is like, like, isn't that a spiritual practice? Whether you're like a Christian or you're Buddhist or you're nothing, isn't, or maybe you're just spiritual, isn't that something just for spiritual people? And what I will have to say is meditation and the act of that can and is used really well in a lot of spiritual practices, but also it is a very brain-based scientific practice that even if you are not spiritual or a believer in any such thing, you can use effectively to optimize how your brain works. So it can be a yes and. And don't we all love yes ands? I love yes ands. They're some of my favorite. So the goal is really to find a meditation style that aligns with not only your belief system, but also functions in relationship with your brain to do the thing that you want it to do, which is to have that grounding effect, to have that anxiety release effect, and to really lean into that brain optimization. Because friends, if you are someone that might believe in a higher power or a God or any of those things, then for many of you, you believe that your brain is put together in a certain way and that brain being put together in a certain way was known by God or your higher being or the universe or whatever you might believe. So we can, and then when we look at science and like we look at the brain scans, what we can all agree on, no matter what our belief system is, and this is not a religion podcast, so not, we're not here to debate the why it's put together this way or why our brains function this way, but what we can all agree is that meditation from a scientific perspective is good. And so whether you believe that was divine by God, or you believe that's just how brains work and now we've learned to optimize them, great, let's all agree on that and notice like, okay, how do we set up a meditation style that aligns with us? So there are many, many, many different ways that you might 
go about meditating. And there are going to be, over the next couple months, I'm going to drop on some of those Mental Health Mondays that I've been doing. If you haven't checked those out, I have been getting a lot of people saying that they really love them. They tend to be 10 minutes or less. Sometimes I get excited and they're 15 minutes and less. I will own. It is hard for me to pull it back when I'm talking about science and how to utilize that science-based systems to hack your brain and feel better and do better and be the person you want to be. So for that, on a few of those days, I'm going to be releasing some meditation. But one, you're going to have to know what, for what you're going through and what's going on in your life, you're going to have to know oh, this meditation practice is going to fit me. And then you're going to have to know how to modify it. Just the same way that you might modify a workout. You know when you do those online workouts and they're like, okay, me and the center, we're the one that most people will do. Then Jenny on the right, well, she is a superpower workout person and she can do like things with her body that most of us can't do. And then... Paul on the left, well, he needs some modifications. And I almost always follow the Pauls of the world because I hurt my knee a few years ago trying to push myself too hard. And so I can just very easily tweak like my IT band knee. So I I need to do some modifications a lot, no matter how much strength building I've been doing. So similarly with meditation, It's not always about modifying because you're Jenny and you're like a superstar rock star meditator and then the rest of us are Pauls and only a few of them are in the center. I really do think that when I watch those online workouts, I'm like, how many people are really in the center? Are most people either a Jenny or a Paul? No way to know, but that's just my question. I get curious sometimes. So... With meditation, really the modifying, and I'm going to dive a little deeper into this in a minute, is going to come with taking your core purpose and then finding the core purpose-based meditation that also aligns with how your brain works because all of our brains work differently. Um, That's why there's love styles and education styles and clothing styles and productivity styles and you know you can go on the internet there's a lot of styles there's a lot of different ways we're all put together so colorful over here okay so the two main types of meditations are either focused attention meditations or noticing slash monitoring meditations. Okay, so what is a focused attention or attention meditation? Okay, so focused attention meditation. That would be a meditation that you might think of in the more traditional sense. That might be something that someone will take you through much more of a guided meditation. It may encourage you to do some visualization. It will be something that often starts with your breath and goes into some sort of guided meditation, often related to a visualization or an imagining state. The reason for that is that 
really neurologically what we're doing in those types of meditation is we are training your brain to be with things in the moment. And then we are training it in the moment to also notice your emotional states and reduce the overall driving impact of feelings not that they shouldn't be noticed they very much should because if we don't notice them we let them drive us but these types of meditations really do allow us to focus our attention come into a centering sort of space and then allows us to go in in this hyper-focused way and reshape our brain to be able to notice our thoughts, notice our feelings, and then align those towards the action that we want to be taking. So that's type one. The second type that I noticed is those noticing or monitoring meditations. Now those will be a little less guided visualization based a lot of these will maybe if there is someone leading you through these these will be ones where they'll say like now for the next two minutes i want you to just focus on your breath and when the chime rel- rings then i want you to notice x y and z it is really the process of once again bringing your intention inward and not necessarily training yourself to like just be, but it is a like how to bring your attention in and out, how to notice things outside of yourself. These types of meditations, one can be good for just giving those base level noticing skills because in our society right now where we're all busy all the time, they've actually proven that it is harder for us and our minds to notice. So we have to retrain that place of us. Secondly, one of the things that this can really do is this can really help us pick something to focus on that is outside of maybe a physical pain response, outside of a emotional pain response. This is that more grounding function. And the reason we might utilize this is that pain can drive us. And sometimes we don't want to be driven by our pain because we can't change the circumstance that caused the pain. But we know that if we let the pain drive us, we will make choices that are unaligned with the type of person we want to be and the place we want to go. And so in those moments, it's super helpful to have grounding practice that allows us to effectively detach in the moment from emotional pain that might otherwise cause us to be reactive and unintentional, detach from that, not minimize it, not shame ourselves from it, but just not letting it be the driver, putting it in the backseat, and then come back when we have gotten out of that reactive amygdala place that can drive us in all sorts of negative situations. So those are the two types of meditations. And as you start to think about, okay, I want to practice these. I want to start doing it. I'm going to encourage you to try both of these. And then, because we're coming into the secret tip that's going to help you align, I want you, while you're trying the different types, and maybe you rotate them throughout the day, or maybe you rotate them different days, meditation practices don't 
for them in order to be effective. They don't have to be super long, but they do need to be consistent. Lay it out for the week and say like, okay, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do more focused attention-seeking meditations. And then the next day I'm going to do noticing and monitoring type and just kind of rotate. And then let's find the ones that align with you. Now, my most favorite, favorite place to start when we're like, how do we figure this out is, are you ready? Is to try to find a meditation that aligns with your learning style. Okay. So if you are someone that learns auditorily, then you're going to probably do better with those really typical like meditations where you're just listening to someone talk. Those are really going to align with how your brain works. And so they're going to work for you. You're going to still have to learn. We're still doing that neurological rework. So it's not going to be easy, breezy, pumpkin squeezy, but that's a good place to start. Now, if you are a proprioceptive learner, if you are someone that learns more while you are moving, maybe you're someone that needs to write while you listen, um, color, doodle, then there's a couple different things you can do. Um, I'm going to do a Monday episode all on um, utilizing a technique that we utilize in art therapy where you... Um, do some drawing related to some sensations in your body. Um, and that should be coming out here in the next couple of weeks. That's going to be a really excellent um, mindfulness meditation activity for any of you that are more proprioceptive. Also, for anyone that's more proprioceptive, you might do better if you are stretching while you're doing meditation. So while you're doing, you know, maybe some Pilates or um, yoga, if that aligns with you. Or maybe you go on a walking meditation. Walking meditations are highly beneficial for me because I am more of a proprioceptive learner. Um, and go through. Think about how you learn. And then let's try to find a meditation experience that can align with how you learn. Learn. Um, there's other sorts. But those are just two kind of to get you thinking. How could I do this in a way that fits me? So I stop trying to meditate in the way I should. And start trying to meditate in the way that actually works for my brain. So, here is my question, and I want to hear from you. Who is going to start trying to rework their meditation based around their learning style or maybe try to tweak some things that haven't been fitting? Maybe they, you haven't gone into meditation with a purpose, and so it's just felt a little loosey-goosey. Um, I'm promising you guys this does, and there's brain scans to prove it, this does this practice does actually reshape your brain towards health, towards optimization, towards wholeness, but it only does that if you do it consistently. So when starting out, I'm going to really encourage you to t make a commitment. Okay, how many days of the week can I realistically do this for five minutes a day? Start small. Don't try a 60-minute meditation. At the beginning, start small. Small growth, small joy, small 
yet massive impact. So start small. Secondly, after you kind of make that decision, make a commitment, next I want you to really like make a plan because, right, life happens. So it's super important to have that plan. And then thirdly, I need you to sit right now and I just want you to wherever you are, and this is going to take a minute. And I want you to, if you can, and you're not driving and you're not riding your bike, I want you to close your eyes. And if you can't, you can still do this. And I want you to take a deep breath in and breathe out, breathe in and breathe out. And in that space, I want you to imagine the words floating in front of your face. I don't have to be perfect in order to be present. I don't have to be perfect in order for this to matter. One of the most derailing things that happen when people start meditating is that they get stuck in a perfectionism loop. And right, us as creatives, we are the kings and queens of perfectionism. So what I want you to do is I want you to see those words floating in front of your face. And I want you to take in each letter, noticing to yourself the letters of those words. Noticing just I am releasing, noticing I space A M space R E L E A S I N G. Noticing the shifts in your body that might happen as you, in this moment, release those beliefs that might have been impacting you today as you listen to me speak about meditation. Releasing that belief of perfectionism, the belief of inability, the belief of distraction and unableness and instead I want you to see the words I am able and notice them notice them intently see them as a whole but then break them down I space a m space a b l e and just notice yourself breathing in and out and taking that knowledge in and know that with some intention and some practice and some with some trial and error, you can start having a meditation practice that works for you, that aligns with you. So go forward. Have a great day, my friends, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you for being a part of the movement that this show is built upon. 
which is liberating creatives and artists from their feast or famine cycle so that they become creatives who consistently make money doing what they love without the hustle, bustle, and burnout that has sadly become common for too many building creative businesses. You are amazing for going against the status quo and choosing to be a creative who is defined by thriving instead of how many things you have to do on your to-do list today. If you haven't joined the movement yet, simply review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share your review on Instagram stories. By sharing and reviewing, you are helping way more creatives learn it is possible to make consistent money doing what you love without having to constantly hustle and struggle. Together, we can change the landscape of being a creative and build the world we want for generations of creatives to come. You're such a huge part of what we are doing here, and I'm so grateful for you. I will talk to you soon. 